1: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
2: the parkinson spiegel show yes yeah, chicago sports for sure afternoons on the score uh now we'll get to uh fields here and this is really where the fun starts so um very fast very athletic kind of uh you no know, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson type of guy, uh, big like Jackson, um, and so if we don't contain him on the pass rush, then he's got the speed and athleticism to get outside. Uh, he's not really, you know, necessarily looking to run out of bounds. You know, here he is, cuts back, again makes breaks the tackle out there in the open field. Still cuts back, uh, not looking to, not really looking to slide or, or go out of bounds uh, unless unless the journey's over. He's he's looking to make yards. That's
0: that's quintessential Ohio State type play right there. Yeah, that's what he did in college.
2: Right, yeah. and even here at the end, you know, putting his shoulder down, trying to trying to pick up a couple extra yards. Uh, it's a tough kid that's fast and and strong, and really can you know run for forty or fifty yards on on virtually any play. That is Bill Belichick on Justin Fields. I got to be
1: honest, every time we hear Bill Belichick talk about the Bears. He loves him so much. He should probably just coach the Bears. I mean, remember he did give a full breakdown on the whole team. He's like, yeah, I know this guy and 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 this guy.
0: Yeah, it's you don't want that. Boy. You don't want that. I don't. Yeah, but- you don't. You'd, you'd rather have an offensive-minded up-and-comer than the goat. Um, and I on this one, I think I agree. Like, I, I'd rather have Tomlin. If he became available, I'd rather have Mike Vrabel than Matt Eberflus. Uh feel certain about those two. Belichick, I wonder I wonder how much is really is really left there in the old brain bank because he's made some crazy weird decisions over the last couple of years.
2: All right. You know, had a chance here to spend some time uh, looking at the Bears. This is um, a pretty impressive group, and and uh, really a young team that you can see getting better um, all the time.
0: Yeah, is, is that from before before the Fields game, which was a big big transition moment last year for Fields when Fields and Getze adjusted and showed up the Pats uh, in primetime. That was fun.
1: Yeah, it was when they were not good <laughs> when, they, when they when they were when they were not young and exciting. And and he and he called them young, and ex- <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but hey, maybe he's always seen something. Not that it matters because they can't interview him because Matt Eberflus is the head coach of the Chicago Bears. But Ryan Clark, ESPN analyst. This is audio courtesy of TMZ. We know that if they draft Caleb, Fields is going to be somewhere else. I know some people are holding on to the fantasy of both of them still being on the Bears, saying, hey, if they can draft Jordan Love when Aaron Rodgers is there, uh, why can't the Bears draft Caleb when uh, when Justin's there? It's apples and bowling balls in terms of the comparison. But here's Ryan Clark trying to connect some dots on Justin Fields.
0: Atlanta has been rumored with Bill Belichick, but if it's gonna be Atlanta, they have to get a quarterback. And it seems that the Chicago Bears are gonna keep the number one overall pick. What better place for Justin Fields? And what Bill Belichick does is when he sees people play well against him, he goes to acquire similar talent. Justin Fields played absolutely out of his mind against Bill Belichick last year. So I can see that being
1: a match in Atlanta that will work not only for coach, but also player. This is not fun territory. That is something we need to definitely explore. Like, and maybe it makes more sense to do it if and when he actually is traded. But how much fear there will be in Bears fans that Fields is going to make you regret this for the next decade.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, it, 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 there, there could be, obviously, there, there could be some progress. And there should be some progress for Justin, depending on what the fit is and how much he's invested in. I feel like he gets one more chance to be the dude. Right? And then he's going to have to win jobs in training camp if it's that kind of football life. He gets one more anointed chance. Is like, this is what we're doing.
1: Game on. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, no question. Um, But it would be very, it would test even me in terms of my confidence in Ryan Poles and Caleb Williams and the Bears' future if on April 15th, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Bill Belichick, decided that the quarterback that he wants to coach to try to tie Tom Brady in career Super Bowls is Justin Fields. Justin Fields in the NFC in a dome with Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bill Belichick. I'd be scared. I I, I can fully admit that I would be scared of that coach, quarterback, city, playmaker combination in I, Atlanta. I, I Look, I'd be more
0: scared for what Justin might do kind of on his own. Like, Bill has lost the plot, man. Bill is, has lost it. He didn't hire an offensive coordinator, thought it would just be him and like a college of coaches or something. And then he invested in some really weird offensive coordinators and the decisions they made and like – you know, empowering Bailey Zappi at one point, and then going right back to Mac Jones. I mean, that was that thing was a freaking fiasco.
1: I mean, he had no good options. Now he was in charge of personnel, who gave himself no good options. Yeah, and, you, you know, but he there were no good options uh, in terms of offensive players and quarterbacks for him the last couple of years in New England.
0: I guess when it comes, to, you know, I've got like my college dudes, my my good buddies, the the Boston boys, who are like. In The text thread and like sharing me all that, sharing all their thoughts, and I just kind of lurk and observe sometimes. They're all done with Belichick. Oh, I've every single one of them is like, it's time to move on. They're they like the idea of Gerard Mayo, but they kind of wanted Vrabel. Some of them are where you are, wanting an offensive mind or whatever, but
1: like they are lockstep. Like, yeah, time for Bill to go, which is hilarious. Of course, it is, it is hilarious. I'm just, I listen. I agree. I said that I wouldn't fire Matt Eberflus to hire Bill Belichick. So, like, Bill Belichick knocked me out of Circus Survivor this year because he couldn't beat the Giants at home coming out of a bye. Like, I definitely think it's possible that the ride is over. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that, <laughs> that, 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 that possibility. What I am saying is if he's in that hoodie on that sideline uh-huh. and he picks Justin Fields, it could be a little scary. It's gonna be a little scary. I don't. I, I don't. I don't have it.
0: I, I don't have the Belichick fear. I've got the Justin respect, and I'll always want Justin to do well. But man, I. I'd, I'd be excited. Like I'm. I have found my way to the excited place for the next
1: thing. Oh yeah! Again, maybe they'll meet in the NFC Championship game. Caleb and Justin, be unbelievable. No, I'm incredibly excited about it. That. I just I agree with this is a unique situation for a number of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly because the number one pick is going to a team that is not terrible. Like they won seven games and they're not trading a bunch of assets for the number one pick. The number one asset was one of a bunch of assets that came in. Like right there, that's why this is a historic and singular moment. In NFL history add in transcendent quarterback prospect is that number one pick but for Bears fans specifically we've never lived in a time where we have to have any ounce of fear even if you would at put it you'd, you'd put it at one percent like it's it's on the board that Justin goes somewhere and wins the breakup yes of course, of course it's possible yes it's possible Right, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I, 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 don't think it's going to happen. I agree with you. I would certainly not bet on it. But it, there was no chance Mitch Strabisky was going to go on and go play somewhere else and be like, "Well, the Bears got that one wrong." Yeah, that, that's that's true. And Grossman, just- Cade McNown, like you know, what I mean, there's not a long, there's there's no history of quarterbacks leaving the Bears and going hey, and being great elsewhere.
0: If the next offensive coordinator that Justin Fields gets paired with. Like, goes ahead and gives him six-man protections um, a lot. Gives him chip help and max protect a lot. And really, really tries to work with him and build up his confidence and make sure that he is truly listened to at every turn. If all of that happens... Then yeah, there could be progress that 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 goes faster than we think, and it could be bad. It, it and maybe it will be bad this next coming year. Like it, like as the growth of a rookie quarterback and probably Caleb is taking place, and Justin is a veteran with a lot of NFL knowledge. It might look better for a year or for most of a season, but I will still take the long term the long-term chances on on what the Bears are going to do.
1: I agree. Of course I will. Of course. Uh, Have you gotten to yourself of like – because Atlanta's the one that makes the most sense because of where he's from, his speed in a dome, the skill position guys around him. Like, oh, if I gave you Pittsburgh, New England, Atlanta – I gave you those three.
0: Yeah, the Raiders are also one of the rumors. The Raiders, that, right?
1: Yeah, sure. Throw throw, throw Vegas in. Mm-hmm. So if I give you Vegas, Pittsburgh, New England, Atlanta. Yeah, let let's
0: add Denver because I, I saw them as one of the one of the betting the betting teams, though they're a little bit of a longer shot. It's the Raiders and the Pats and the Falcons, I, and Pittsburgh and Denver and Minnesota. For some reason, are are, are the three teams at plus twelve hundred. Um, that I saw among the odds for, for teams to, dra- to
1: trade for fields. Oh, I mean, Minnesota would be fascinating. You get a dome. You get arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL, or, I mean, one of the three or four best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get a great offensive coach and play caller. How That would surprise me. Minnesota would surprise me. I think but mi- I mean, Minnesota will find a way to stick with Cousins, don't you think? Um. I think that they'll they'll stick with more of a pure passer. Whether it's I mean whether it's cousins if they think that he can play early enough in the season off the injury or someone that's just a little bit more consistent as a passer. I would I would think that would be what Ke- what Kevin O'Connell would do. Vegas that's not a that's not a stable situation.
0: With 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 a defensive head coach, it looks like if they're going to stick with Antonio Pierce, the Steelers is really interesting. It feels so Pittsburghy because they just kind of did it with Mitch. Just kind of just kind of tried that. But yeah, but they
1: brought Mitch in to be the backup. Yeah, after he was the backup in Buffalo, you know what I mean? Like Mitch was Mitch was not the the main event there. I like Tomlins so
0: much, but it would depend on what the hell they're going to do at uh, at offensive coordinator in the wake of the Matt
1: Canada stuff. Yeah, you know what's funny? I guess Denver of those teams is maybe – well, not like, I guess – I'd say Atlanta, Minnesota, Denver would be the three of those teams that would be like – where I think he would have the best chance for success. Atlanta because of the skill position guys around him. Minnesota because of the skill position guys and the coach. Mm. Denver because of the coach. Like, Sean Payton's a good coach. Like, if if, Sha- if Sean Payton decided that he wanted to, t- to to hitch his wagon to Justin Fields, I mean, we just had Chase Daniels say, you know, that, that Sean Payton is is the best, what, play caller that he'd ever seen. He said
0: he's the best play caller he'd ever seen, said he was better than Andy Reid in terms of, like, when the moment comes and he's getting in a lather in the middle of a game yeah. calling
1: plays. So I, I, think like, I think if an offensive genius coach – decided that Justin Fields was his guy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that would give me some pause. <laughs> you know, but like, if it's like, well, he's going to Vegas. You know, uh, Mark Davis really likes him because mm-hmm. you can't coach speed or something. Or if it's like, the okay, latest the latest. That's uh, probably not in, work. A, in a
0: Mike Tomlin and Steelers, you know, uh, roulette spin of like, well, let's give this a shot. Let's give this a shot to go along with – with our culture, do you see though what Najee Harris had to say about the Steelers culture? Did you see what they had to say about like we got to work on rules in house. We need to get more yeah. disciplined in house. Yeah, f- for a for a Steeler to be saying that it was like, hmm, what what is what is that about? I don't know if that was about Tomlin or if that's about about Pickens. It's to be saying that so other teammates hear it. Like, oh, that I, was interesting.
1: I just know that. Like we've talked about, that every fan base hates their offensive coordinator. I think when you watch someone as often and as closely as you do in your own local football market, I mean, Mike Tomlin does not have a majority approval rating among Pittsburgh Steelers fans. That's yeah, crazy. Just think about that. Nobody likes anybody. Nobody likes anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes anybody. Packers. J- Jalen Hurts put up 35 in the Super Bowl yeah. last year, and we're like, is he good? Yeah. <laughs> is he good? I don't know if he's good. Uh, like, like, Mike Tomlin uh, hasn't had a losing season ever. Like, I'm not sure. Impossible standards.
0: R- ridiculous. It, Im-
1: impossible. <laughs> impossible
0: standards uh, for these guys. What are we? I mean, it's like, it's just everybody wants to, to change out everything. It gets frustrating, frankly. It gets really frustrating because like cuz the the personal relationships and like the chemistry and the vibe of a thing is supposed to matter but everybody's so quick to like pull the trigger on shaking it up. I guess that's why I keep coming back to like uh, you know being more okay with the Eberflus keep than everybody else it seems on this station, you know, or or anybody everybody else maybe in Chicago media. It's like they clearly have a good thing going that they're trying to stick with and see if they can get great, you know. And and people don't really seem to value that um, anymore. Well, do you think that he can be great? That that Eberflus can be great. I think the team could be great. I think the team could be getting some place where it's got a chance to be great.
1: But- right, but no, but, but but that's but but again, like. Do- Guys who have not been great coaches have won Super Bowls before. You know what I mean? Like do, do you? It can Matt? Can Matt Eberflus be great? I don't
0: know. I I, I don't know. I, I I it'd be it'd be folly to pretend I actually I actually know. Yeah. But but it, I mean, is it all just personal bias and like polls going? I like this dude. I like walking to the practice field with this dude.
1: I think that's too simplistic. I'm listen. I'm not sure. And. I, I do think that Ryan Poles deserves the benefit of the doubt. And so if Poles has chosen Eberflus, I think that, that that in and of itself is the strongest argument for Eberflus is that Poles seems to be pretty good at this and he likes this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, you know more about this than I do. You certainly know more about him than I do, because which is what I've talked about all year. It's like, well, we get exposed to him through what we see on Sunday and the press conferences he gets exposed to him in countless other scenarios yes. and ways and and all. so we we are always operating with less information than these people yeah for sure Al- always
0: and and i i believe that being a good leader really matters like we talked about a little bit yesterday that being a good leader of men and, uh, you know, being a football guy, that that stuff, as much as it is derided is like in that particular sport, in that particular locker room, that it means a great deal. Uh,
1: I don't disagree with you, but, like, Jim Harbaugh's a football guy and a good leader, sure. and they didn't fire Matt Eberflus to try to hire him. Mike Vrabel is a football guy and a good leader. They didn't fire Matt Eberflus to try to hire him. Mm-hmm. Like You know, and to your point about uh, Mike Tomlin... I mean Theo Epstein would say that Mike Tomlin should be gone, right? Because he's been there more than 10 years. He he'd say eventually it it the the message wears thin from a leader if you're if you're there for for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. That you that you need to change it up a little bit out of necessity so that the message the message stays fresh and and, ma- and
0: maybe that's happening there. Maybe that's happening there, as you say. Like his approval rating is not is is not super high there, and you've got a running back saying that they need to
1: work on in-house discipline. That's that's a little bit alarming. Yeah, but I, so yeah, I just so you you think that's interesting that you think you're among Chicago media.
0: I mean, who, who else is, is anybody I like
1: like I think they got a good
0: thing going with Iberflus. And I think this makes all the sense in the world. And maybe there are some that are that
1: are saying it. And the no the and so the case is that you think he's a good leader, and continuity, right? I just I like what what other what other things in the in the pro con list for Iberflus Do you do you know of? that
0: that the defense especially has played better than the sum of their parts because they communicate and. They they get along well, and they elevate each other's play, which they have said and I think we have seen from level to level and side to side and person to person. Like, you can feel when a team is putting it together, and there have been lots of things in the back half of this year that have felt like this is a team that is putting it together.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, the defense thing is – and I think I'm more on the other side of the defense of, like – They're good, they're young, they're under contract, but I don't know that they're great yet because I haven't seen them be disruptive against a good offense other than one time against Detroit. And then whenever they played good offenses, they got lit up. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I think that the defense is promising, but not at all a guaranteed difference maker. Like, Bernsey keeps saying they'll be a top-five defense next year no matter who's coaching them. Yeah, I'd bet against them being a top-five defense next year right now. You know, I, I don't. I don't think that that is an inevitability at all. Uh, it's it's really hard. There's only there's only five right that that, that, that get to be in the well, top
0: five. Well, they need to be at least like a top seven or top ten defense because you're keeping the defensive coach and believing in 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 in, yeah. in in what you're seeing and that's and that's what i'm saying is that is that i do believe in in what i'm seeing so if it's not going to be a top 5 defense it'll be a top 10 defense i disagree with him that it would be that way no matter who was who was was coaching it i disagree with that
1: yeah i it'll be and we still don't know if there's going to be a defensive coordinator uh, that comes to, to the Chicago Bears next year. We got Joe Cowley coming up uh, at 4 o'clock, a marking of time. Oh, you know what? Speaking of uh, Mike Tomlin, we have some fun audio that we can get to here around some of the other stories in the NFL. It's Parkinson's Spiegel on the score.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.